Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Praise the Lord. Well, good evening, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, God is here, in case you were wondering. We're here, and so we're all ready. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for every opportunity an occasion that we have to praise you, every opportunity to worship you, every opportunity to serve, every opportunity to give ourselves to the kingdom of God and to his king. We want to thank you for all that you have done and all that you continue to do on our behalf. We want to thank you for every time we have an opportunity to witness and share the gospel, every time someone receives Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, every time we can pray and ask for your intervention in the affairs of everyday life. We want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you for the word of God that you so richly share with us. We want to thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ that washed our sins away. We want to thank you for the love of God that's found in Christ Jesus our Lord. We want to thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We want to thank you for the warring linking angels, the praising angels. We want to thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We want to thank you for this holy fellowship, Lord, Will we come together in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We want to thank you, Lord, for the days that have been behind us. We want to thank you for the days that lie ahead. We want to thank you, Lord, that we're growing. All of us are growing. We want to thank you for the change that's come about in our lives. And even in our families, we want to thank you. We want to thank you, Lord, Although growth is not always comfortable, it is enhancing. It is improving. It is bringing us higher than we've been before. We thank you for your mercy, Lord. We thank you for your move as we continue to stand in agreement together as the body of Christ, as Miracle Internet Church, on everyone receiving their healing receiving healing in their bodies, in our bodies, receiving healing and deliverances and recovery in our minds. We want to thank you, Lord, that you are granting breakthroughs to us, crucial breakthroughs at the time of need. We want to thank you for this. 
We want to thank you for your mercy being poured out upon us, Lord, and that you listen to and heed our prayers. And you never forget when we forget. Thank you, Lord. We want to thank you for our growing fellowship. We want to thank you for uh, bringing new members to us, Lord. We want to thank you for pulling in to this fellowship those that you deem ought to be connected with us. We want to thank you for every miracle and every answer to prayer. We want to thank you for every solution that we have experienced. We want to thank you for an abundance of mercy and grace. We want to thank you for the fear of the Lord, for faith, for hope, for victory in spiritual warfare, for strength, for abundant grace and success for all of our members. We want to thank you, Lord, that we are above and not beneath. We're the head and not the tail, and no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that is risen against us in judgment, we have the opportunity and privilege as your children to condemn. We so condemn it now. We want to thank you for the forgiveness that we have received from for our sins. We want to thank you for every deliverance that we've experienced. We want to thank you, Lord, for the ability and the grace to forgive others that have sinned against us. We so forgive them now in Jesus' name. We forgive circumstances. We forgive events. We forgive ill timing and all sorts of things, a myriad of things, sin that hurt, that wound, that bring trauma. We forgive every assault in the name of Jesus Christ, whether it was verbal or physical or spiritual or whatever, or emotional or mental. We forgive in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, for helping us to empty ourselves of all of those things that are past that we might live in the newness of life with you. Help us, Lord, to let go. Heal us where we need to be healed, Father. We give ourselves to you, Lord. We place ourselves in your hands and in your care. And we thank you for the work that you are doing within our hearts, within our minds, and in our lives. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. We have chosen to trust in you and to do good. And so shall we dwell in the land, and we shall certainly be fed. So, Lord, Heavenly Father, forgive us for feeling dissatisfied. We repent of our boredom and dissatisfaction as we once again realize that those who seek you shall not want any good thing. Oh, God, you are our God. Early will we seek you. Our soul thirsts for you, and our flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land. We long 
to see your power and your glory. Your loving kindness, Heavenly Father, is better than life to us. Therefore, our lips will bless you and praise you. We will bless you as long as we live. We will lift up our hands in your name. As we do so, we know that our soul will be satisfied as if with marrow and fatness, and our mouth will praise you with joyful lips. As we praise you, Lord, we are satisfied. As we praise you, Lord, we are in your goodness, Father, we find complete satisfaction. You enable us to eat in plenty and be satisfied. We praise your name, Lord. We thank you for dealing so wondrously and mercifully with us. Because of your dealings in our life, we know that we shall never be ashamed. We bless you, Lord. All that is within us blesses you. We will not forget all of your benefits to us. You have forgiven us all our iniquities and healed our sicknesses. You have redeemed our life from destruction, and you have crowned us with your loving kindness and tender mercy. You are our satisfaction, Father. So, Father, we thank you, and we give you praise in the name of Jesus Christ. You are our satisfaction. We find wholeness and healing and mercy and grace and truth, and love, and healing, and deliverance, and whatever we may need in you. You are our satisfaction. We thank you, Lord. There are a lot of things we can live without, but we cannot live without you. So we want to thank you for every opportunity that we have to spend time with you while we're still in the earth, to spend time in fellowship with the saints of God in the kingdom of God here on earth. We want to thank you, Lord, for the blessing of unity in our ranks in Jesus' name. We thank you for the love of God that moves from saint to saint in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Lord, that we love one another and we demonstrate it in our care and concern and prayers one for another. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing for us. We lift up our hands and we just praise you. We worship you. We adore you. We call on the name that is above every name. Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, and we bless you. Amen. Now, saints, if there's anyone that's listening for the first time and you don't know what to do, well, let me help you. We welcome you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we invite you to join us in our chat room. Our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is 
MiracleInternetChurch.com. That's MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. When the page changes, click Guest. When the page changes, sign in using one of your names that's on your birth certificate and greet the saints in the love of God, and they will respond to you likewise. If you're on a cell phone, we encourage you to use your browser to find Miracle Internet Church. When the page comes up across the banner, you'll see three white lines against a black background. Click that link. Click the three white lines, and it opens up all the other links to you, and you may follow the same direction. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all who have gathered here together in the love of God. We want to thank you, Lord, for the blessing that it is for the brethren to dwell together in unity. And we thank you, Lord, that those that ought not to be among our ranks, you remove them by your spirit and by your word. We give you praise, Father. We give you glory. We give you honor. We place all the trolls. All of those who come to do us harm or to harm the website or to erase our prayers, we put them in your hands. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their wicked works and their evil intent in Jesus' name. And we place them in the hands of God the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for what you will do. If they can be saved, by all means, save them. And if not, the word speaks clearly. We thank you, Lord. We stand in agreement with you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Father, we thank you for your protection of the saints, that you cover us, and that you yourself are our shield. We thank you for the armor of God. Amen. And every attack of the wicked one goes back from whence it came, according to the covenant in Jesus' name. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. Hallelujah. We give you praise. We take authority, dominion, and power over all anxiety and stress in Jesus' name. We bind those demons in the name of Jesus Christ. And, Father, according to the word of God, we cast our care upon you because we know that you care for us. We know that you're looking out for us. We know that your love covers us and fills us. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise, Father. We give you praise. We give you praise, Lord. Oh, regisa la regosura, katana maro perekise. Isha rola radiosundra. We also bind self-pity and depression and insomnia in the name of Jesus. We forbid those spirits to live in our lives. We command them to be bound in Jesus' name. All despair and rejection and hopelessness, all depression and heaviness and self-pity and insomnia and mourning, we bind you, all brokenheartedness, all wounded emotions. You're bound in the name of Jesus. Come up and out of the people of God. Come up and out of the people of God. That means take a deep breath and cough from your gut. Take a deep breath and cough from your gut. Praise the Lord. Take a deep breath and cough from your gut in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, 
with the sword of the spirit, we disconnect ourselves from every spirit, every entity, every circumstance. Oof, thank you, Jesus. Every event of our daily lives that is not of God in Jesus' name. We disconnect from spirits that have followed us from places we've gone today. We command them to leave us now in the name of Jesus. Spirits from others that have uh, tried to uh, hitchhike on us, Father. We bind them in the name of Jesus. We put them into the spiritual cage and send them to the feet of Jesus for judgment. All of those spirits coming through the phone, coming through the computers, coming from a society, coming from the climate, the wicked climate that we live in, and other sources, we bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind those devils in the name of Jesus, and we command you to come up and out of the saints. Deep breath and cough from your gut. Deep breath and cough from your gut. Deep breath and cough from your gut in the name of Jesus. Come on out. Even those spirits that you've been told to leave already from a previous deliverance and you have failed to leave, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you release your angels to make those devils come subject to the name of Jesus. Make them leave, Father. Get up and out now, bound in Jesus' name. You can't stay in there hiding, trying to pretend you weren't told to leave. Get up and leave right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over lifestyle demons. Demons that piggyback or hitchhike on lifestyle changes that we're in the process of making. We take authority, dominion, and power, and we take you to tell you to leave. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We cage you in the name of Jesus. We send you into the spiritual cage in Jesus' name and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Deep breath and cough, everybody. Deep breath and cough in the name of Jesus. You know, Father, there are those water spirits, those marine devils, those sex devils that attempt to attack people as they are transitioning from one lifestyle to another. Oh, Rugunda, Rigise. People that are, are, are going through divorce or separation, they'll have this wicked spirit come and mimic being the spouse in the name of Jesus Christ. Those water husbands, those sexual spouses, those water wives, those sexual spouses, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. You're just a demon. That's all you are. And we command you to come up and out right now in the name of Jesus. You'll no more taunt them when they lay down to rest in the name of Jesus. You'll not take up that empty place in the name of Jesus. Come up and out. Come up and out now in the name of Jesus. You have no right to torment them. Stay out of their dreams. Stay out of their imaginations. Even people that have been divorced for years or people that have never been married. You come up and out right now in the name of Jesus. You have no right to be there. You have no right to torment them. You must leave now in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over every demon that attempts to take advantage of any marital or single situation in the name of Jesus. We send those demons bound, caged, 
chained to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. We bind all reinforcements right now in Jesus' name. Every reinforcement is bound in the name of Jesus. Nobody wants a phantom spouse in Jesus' name. So we bind you in Jesus' name. You can't be there. You can't come back. You can't come visit. You can't swing by. And the sex devils from other people, as we pass by them, as we interact with them during daily living, we cut ourselves free from those demons in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind those devils in the name of Jesus Christ. You can't follow us home. You're not belonging to us in the name of Jesus. We bind you and we send you back in Jesus' holy name. We will not receive any demon transferred from from some lustful person glaring at us in Jesus' name. Somebody dipping into our business, wanting to know if we're married, and it's none of their business. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out. Come up and out. Get out of God's people. Get out of God's people. Holy Spirit. We ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, to run out all the demons from this part of our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. All those lust demons coming off of people who have unclean lives. Their uncleanness leaching over to us. We bind you and we sever you in the name of Jesus Christ. We send you into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. All those womanizing devils, you're bound in Jesus' name. All those seducing women, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out of God's people. Come up and out of God's people right now in the name of Jesus. All of the womanizing devils, you're bound, you're bound, you're bound. Pornography devils, you're bound, you're bound, you're bound. All the lust devils, you're bound, you're bound, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we ask for your holy fire on these devils in Jesus' holy name. We ask for your holy fire. Come out of the imaginations, come out of the thoughts, come out of the wishes, come out of the impulses. Come out of the desires, come out of the memories now in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you for it. Come out of the memories. Come out of the memories. Come out of the memories. We force you out with the name of Jesus. We force you out in the name of Jesus. We force you out in the name of Jesus. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. In Jesus' holy name. Father, the gap that comes. When, when marital couples are no longer coming together in the sexual sense, 
We bind those devils from entering into that in the name of Jesus Christ. Hey, we ask you, Father, to seal the breach in the name of Jesus. We ask you to seal that breach in Jesus' holy name. When there's alienation and affection seems to have left, we ask you, Father, to seal the breach, close the breach, heal the breach in Jesus' holy name. We find our satisfaction in you, Lord. We bind masturbation. We bind autosexuality in the name of Jesus. We bind voyeurism in the name of Jesus. We bind lust devils, generational lust devils, in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind spirits from our family members that are spirits of perversion and uncleanness in the name of Jesus. And whenever we go around them, somehow we forget to do something, and we end up with one of their devils. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. All the sex devils, you're bound right now in the name of Jesus. Every sex devil, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Devil, no matter how you got there, how long you've been there, what crack you used to come in, we bind you in the name of Jesus. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We send you into the spiritual cage. And, Father, we ask for the fire of God to come consume those devils as they're on their way to the feet of Jesus to receive immediate judgment, them and all of their reinforcements in Jesus' holy name. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over any unforgiveness in our lives. And we ask, Father, that as we are continuing to empty ourselves of things of the past, that all of the unforgiveness that has been buried under roots of bitterness be pulled out of us in the name of Jesus. As we come before you, Father, to empty ourselves of things that have been there that we pushed in a corner of our of our hearts or of our souls, and we forgot about it. We went on with life. We had things to do. We didn't have time to go back and play around with that. We ask you, Father, to bring it back to us so we can get rid of it in the name of Jesus. Father, there are things that are standing between us and you. We ask you to bring them to our attention so we can repent, we can discuss it with you, you can bring the scriptures to us, and we can be set free in Jesus' name. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. All incidents of rebellion and self-will and anger and selfishness and stubbornness and self-judgmental and unteachable and pride and control and possessiveness and hatred, roots of bitterness, resentment, violence, unforgiveness, murder, retaliation, 
and memory recall. We just keep recalling it over and over and over. Father, we ask that you heal those areas in the name of Jesus Christ. Your Bible says in Luke that you came to set the captives free. Set the captives free, Lord Jesus. We call on you to set us free. We call on you to heal us. We call on you to deliver us. We call on you because you are our God, and we will have none other. We thank you and we give you praise, Lord. We thank you and we give you praise. We thank you and we give you praise. No matter how many how many years ago it was, Lord, no matter where it was in our past, pull it on out so we can get rid of it in the name of Jesus. We don't want to keep it. We want to empty out so we can be filled with you. We want to empty out so we can be filled with you, even if it's a, just a trace of a memory from our childhood, Father. Father, we ask you to reveal, as a revealer of secrets, things that have happened to us in our past that we have no knowledge of or very scant knowledge of or no memory of, in Jesus' name, that are still hindrances to us today. Hallelujah. Father, I forgive him of that in the name of Jesus. Hey, hallelujah. Now I want everybody to listen to the Lord. Thank you for speaking, Father. Thank you for showing it up. Lead us into forgiveness, Lord. Lead us into forgiveness. It's okay if you feel like crying, saints. Sometimes that's necessary. Sometimes that's part of it. It's okay. The Lord sees, he loves, he cares. He wants us to have wholeness. Not just heal, but hold. We give you praise, Lord. We plead the merits of the shed blood of Jesus over ourselves and over the situations that have held us back for so long. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise, Lord. There is no love like you. There is no God like you who is so merciful and so caring and so tender and so loving and so compassionate and so gracious to us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, you know where all the nooks and crannies that we have shoved things over the decades. It's time to clean it out now, Lord. We want to be empty of those things and filled with you instead, in Jesus' name. You know, there are people that are listening to me at this moment. You've got some hurt in you that you've had a hard time letting go of. And I want to encourage you 
to just as we cast our cares upon the Lord because he loves us and cares for us, I'm going to encourage you to give that hurt to Jesus right now. Give your broken heart to Jesus. He's a broken heart healer. He'll fix it. But you got to give it to him. You've got to give it to him. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you strengthen my brothers and sisters, that they'll be able to trust you, to depend on you, to rely on you, and to give that wounded place to you right now, to release it to you, and to let go once and for all. We want to thank you. Hallelujah. There it goes. Hey, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the breakthrough. Hallelujah. Thank you for the breakthrough. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the breakthrough. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory, 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 glory. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ha, ha. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Hey, ha, ha. Yes, rehise la lediasa. Rinda da bruca de ridiosa la de ha. Rehise. Rike de ribrusha. Ha. No condemnation. No condemnation. Ha, ha. No condemnation. Thank you, Jesus. No judgment. No condemnation. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We want to thank you, Lord. That you are a shepherd and we shall not want. That you supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory, and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we cast down all imaginations, every imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and we bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We want to thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, praise him according to his excellent greatness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord who is worthy to be praised and adored. Hallelujah. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Amen. You're a good God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, his evil angels, his evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, 
plans, orders. We cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan and his agents and his wicked powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenly, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, listeners, reporters, watchers, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, electronic, digital, technology demons and their attacks, Leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing Kundalini spirits and their attacks, water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils, and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust spirits, sorcery devils, and their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, and drone spirits, and their attacks, whoredom spirits, and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, all the hypnotic and trance devils, and their attacks, all mystic rituals, and their intent, we overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices, Upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians, we bind all pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, and smart dust spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. Hallelujah. We bind ringing in the ears in the name of Jesus due to satanic attack in Jesus' holy name. Every beam, every audio signal, all technology and electronics that are aimed against us as weapons, we bind you in the name of Jesus. We raise the shield of faith, and we boomerang you back from where you came from in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, and all remote viewing, all surveillance. All tracking using our cell phone signals in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all sonic and audio weapons. Targeted radio frequency, pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crime, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate technology, any spirit trying to get into our telephones right now, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. And, Father, we ask that you release your fire against that demon in Jesus' name. We bind all pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy, microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. 
We bind all poltergeist spirits in Jesus' holy name. No matter where they are, no matter where they've been hidden, we bind every poltergeist spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we ask that you release the angels to ferret those demons out in the name of Jesus Christ. We put them into the spiritual cage. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness, and we send them to the feet of Jesus to be judged right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yes, we do. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology, and particle attacks, technopaganism, mind control by the occult, mind control. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over any situation that would keep us so focused on the demons that we cannot praise you. Father, the Bible says, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. Even under attack, we give you thanks. Even under attack, we give you thanks. Even under attack, we give you thanks, this name. We bind our hypnotic and trance devils and their intent in the name of Jesus. We bind all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer in Jesus' name. We bind all microwave frequency attacks and weapons, all 5G and components, everything coming from outer space, from the satellite, from the cell towers, through our devices, in Jesus' name. We bind you. We send you right back where you came from, in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Binding our microwave frequency weapons, 5G, and all its components. We overturn and empty all cauldrons, chalices, upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Haitian, Latin American, and Caribbean, black and white magic and occultism, global cabals, all the groups that are associated with the Illuminati. We bind them. We bind their membership. We bind their fellowship. We bind their evil plans and schemes against the kingdom of God and against God's dear son, the Lord Jesus Christ. All their wicked maneuverings, all their witchcraft, all their control tactics, we bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their plans in the name of Jesus. We bind their timing in the name of Jesus. We bind their strategies in the name of Jesus. We bind their maneuvers. We bind their devices. We bind their orders. We bind their satanic agendas in the name of Jesus Christ. Every spirit of witchcraft that has come on our property, you are trespassing in Jesus' name. We bind you and we send you bound into the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment and all reinforcements. All curses released from squawking 
Animals we bind in Jesus' name. All unauthorized footprints on our property, we command you to get up and leave, even the dirt that you brought with you in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for putting the wall of fire between us and our neighbors in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the wall of fire between us and our neighbors in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Where you are here with us, Lord, it's holy ground. It's holy ground in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind tribal and indigenous witchcraft in Jesus' name. We bind every form of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. In the name of Jesus, we bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse, devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedication, and all rituals and sacrifices done on the phases of the moon in Jesus' name. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs. We bind all skinks and lizards in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all snakes in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes, we bind you. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food loss, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to sender according to the covenant, all and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, Every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, 
sin against us and door slamming in the name of Jesus Christ. All astral projections sending demons to us to work against and against all that pertains to us, we reroute the demons and send them back where they came from in the name of Jesus Christ. No witch, no demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. We bind everything that comes from underneath. All the demons that come from underneath, we bind them. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness. We send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. All the demons that come from underneath, we send them back in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We bind the inordinate use of conjugal rights. We return to send all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against our website. We send back all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, hexes, vexes, spells, charms, all occult work in the name of Jesus, sending back all Nigerian and tribal jealousies, witchcraft, and warfare in Jesus' name, all tribal warfare. Go back in Jesus' name. All Chaldean warfare, we send you back in the name of Jesus. All Spanish witchcraft warfare, we send you back in the name of Jesus. All Jewish witchcraft warfare, we send you back in the name of Jesus, bound, breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ, binding superficial religious acts in the name of Jesus. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, The Great Reset, Make-Believe, Fantasy, Fables, Enchantments, La La Land, False Religions, Numerology, Horoscopes, The Spirits and Works of the Oppressors, The Spirit and the Children of Disobedience, Martial Arts, Yoga, Transcendental Meditation, Antichrist Ideologies and Doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic Practices and Spirits, Lewdness, Perversions, The Outworking of Vain Deceit, Death Spirits, Spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement while wizards. We bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over the king of pride and all of his agents in the name of Jesus. We bind you, chain you, and cage you, and send you to the feet of Jesus and all reinforcements in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, food, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name, wherever they be. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind. Scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin, in Jesus' name. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Mole, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Isis, On, Osiris, all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet and the 72 and all reinforces in the name of Jesus. We bind you. We chain you with eternal chains of darkness and fetters of iron. We send you into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Thank you, Lord. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, cotton cold spots, 
psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, signals, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. Thank you, Lord. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, vow, ceremony, prayer, and the pledges in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, and masonry, along with all of the associated organizations, the Order of the Eastern Star, the Rainbow Girls, the Demole, and all others, in Jesus' holy name. We bind the rituals of secret societies, in Jesus' name. We bind the rituals of secret societies, in Jesus' name. We bind the rituals in the name of Jesus. We bind the rituals of every secret society in the name of Jesus Christ. And we loose ourselves from all such in the name of Jesus. We cut ourselves free from all such. Hey, hallelujah. We cut ourselves free in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut ourselves free with the sword of the spirit. We cut ourselves free. In Jesus' holy name, Rila la diosa, roba, kushe, Rila la diokore, gise de de diola la diosundra breke, de soraka, shakura, gise me, ora la diosundra bre, yekura, la la diosanda, regise de rebrusha, de rebrusha, raka kore, kise, rike de rebrusha, rea, reke de rebrusha, rea satara breke, rala la diosundra bre. Father, a lot of us have that association because members of our family have been so tied in. Whether they are living or dead, Father, we disconnect from that connection in Jesus' name. We disconnect from that connection forevermore in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control. We bind the spirit of slumber. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief and accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Father, you're telling me that things that that have been done on altars, Father, we bind those things that have been done on altars that affect our lives. And with the sword of the Spirit, we cut ourselves free from those things in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut ourselves free forever from those things done on altars that affect our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. And we ask you, Lord, according to your will and purpose, that you crush and destroy those wicked altars 
that still affect our lives in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you for the deliverance, Lord. Thank you for the deliverance. Thank you for the deliverance. Thank you for the deliverance in Jesus' name. Thank you for the deliverance, Father. Father, we ask that you take every deliverance to completion in the name of Jesus. The fire of God, we ask you to come now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hey, Burning up everything that is not of you. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. We bind the spirit of slumber. We, Lord, we have come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free. Be free in Jesus' name. To break every yoke and chain and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we have come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. We disconnect from ourselves, Father. Every demon that followed us was sent to us, transferred to us. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind you, everything coming through the web pages in the name of Jesus Christ, through our cell phones in Jesus' name. We, Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially persecuted Christians and those that were left behind in Afghanistan or any place else. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. We cover our mode of transportation, even if it's walking in the name of Jesus, with the blood of Jesus. Amen. Whatever path we must use, Father, we cover it in the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over interferences in our travel over interferences and delays and hindrances to our travel in the name of Jesus. We thank you that you have dispatched your angels ahead of us to protect us, Father. We give you praise. We cover ourselves and all of our property with the blood of Jesus. We pray, Lord, for anything that has been lost, anything that has been lost to be recovered, everything that has been lost or misplaced to be recovered in the name of Jesus. We release Matthew 10:26, Mark 4:22, Luke 8:17 and 12:2, Job 28:11 and John 8:32 in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for honoring the word of God. Everything that has been lost, everything that has been misplaced, Father, we ask that you bring it back to us and restore us and bring forth the recovery, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. 
You are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us, Father. Father, we ask for you to make uh, blind eyes to see, Lord. Open our eyes so we can see where these things are in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise, Father, in the name of Jesus. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all demons of the night, bad dreams, nightmares, sex dreams, or anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams that's not the Lord Jesus Christ. We command them in the name of Jesus to stay away. We thank you for your giant warrior angels protecting us and our property and all that pertains to us as we sleep. Through the day and night, we thank you, Father, for the fiery wall of protection around us with your glory in the midst. We give you praise, Lord. We pull out, in the name of Jesus Christ, all fiery darts, sins, needles, spears, all voodoo, witchcraft, curses, anything sent from the demonic realm, we return it in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, and we give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We bind the devils in the heavenlies, the bush, and deep and the deep and close and seal every open door to the demons in the name of Jesus Christ. Especially open doors that were made through the sins of our ancestors. Works that were done with the devil by our ancestors in Jesus' name. Father, we destroy, cut ungodly silver cords, ley lines, and sever from ourselves all ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We destroy walls of protection, shields of protection around witches, shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, AI, wizards, warlocks, sorcerers, diviners, pagans, and liars in the name of Jesus. We break the power of every love spell, vectex, and curse, Charm, witchcraft, psychic thoughts, psychic prayers, fetishes, charms, and other spells. Voodoo, magic, sorcery, potions, jinxes, mind control, brain frequency meditations, death, bewitchment, psychic warfare, psychic prayers, torment, destruction, sickness, incense and candle burning, incantations, chanting, ungodly blessings, root works, crystals, hoodoo, tribal rituals, and sins and everything being sent to us from the demonic realm. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we forbid the devil from strengthening any witch, warlock, or wizard in Jesus' name right now. We take away this strengthening. We bind this strengthening. We chain it with eternal chains under darkness. And we ask you, Father, to send it to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind spirits of murder, hate, bitterness, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over the demons that have attacked us in the mind. Oh, shock. All the demons that have attacked us in our thoughts and in our moods and in our attitudes, in the name of Jesus, we bind any mood that was a direct result of attack from the enemy, in Jesus' name. 
We bind every move. That's the result of a direct attack by the enemy. We send it back. Every attack must go back. Every attack, every attack, every attack must go back in Jesus' name. Every attack, every attack, every attack must go back in the name of Jesus. We send back spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, destruction, death. Blindness or bondage, fear, heaviness, discouragement, quitting, we break every yoke that's not of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over the demons that work the weather. Hey, Over the demons that work the weather. We bind their works in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the demons. We bind their orders in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We bind their machinery in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their methods in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over all the works in the weather that are not of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, hey, hey. Bound forevermore in Jesus' name. Bound forevermore. We send it right back where it came from in the name of Jesus. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Thank you, Lord. We bind all the demons that cause excess hail, excess heat, and cold. Fire, earthquakes, tornadoes, lightning, damaging winds, floods, hurricanes, and bad weather of all kinds. We bind Eurocladon in Jesus' name. Baal, Rukadan, Seer, Leviathan, Basilisk. In Jesus' holy name. Father, we ask you in the name of Jesus to release your warring angels in the heavenlies to do battle with these demons, to remove them and their thrones, to take their crowns from their heads, and for them to pronounce that they have been defeated by the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. We ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus to send warring angels to block these demons from coming into our locales in the name of Jesus or around our property or home in Jesus' holy name. And we plead the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over all the demons that are concerned with thunder, lightning, and fire in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, all the sacrifices done in the occult realm and the witches for to the God of evil 
We bind him in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We bind the God of evil in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I release rest and restoration and recovery over every member of Miracle Internet Church in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, 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 and amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, we receive the blessing in Jesus' name. Rika Rusala Laria Sunday de Brisha, Ruka Carigisa de Lario Sunday de Brike, Darula Laria Sunday de Bri, Rika de Brusha Laria. Father, in the name of Jesus, for all of the members of Miracle Internet Church that are in need right now of financial increase or favor so that financial increase can come, we ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, to release such. And we thank you and we give you praise. We receive it now in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Ah, Thank you. Well, saints, our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 62. Psalm 62. And our verse of meditation comes from Matthew chapter 5, verse 6. Our featured ebook is Spiritual Armor Outline, Standing in Christ's Power. Amen. And tonight, we're going to talk about treasures in heaven. Treasures in heaven. Heaven. In Jesus' name. Amen. Woo, hallelujah. Yes, sir. Thank you for it, Father. In Jesus' name. Ah, amen. Well, saints, I know that you're going to think this is a bit of a um, different sermon, but let's get started. Get your notebook and your ink pen or whatever you use to take notes because we need to go and study these scriptures. After the sermon. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, our God, our all-wise God, has created each of us with desires. Desires? I thought desires were sin. No, desires are desires and sins are sin. Okay? Let's start over. Desires are desires, and sins are sin. We all right with that? Desires 
are desired. Sins are sins. And sometimes the two of these intersect, but not always. But not always. You'll understand. God has created us. Each of us, nobody's left out with desires for pleasure, with desires for possession, and with desires for power, stewardship, and responsibility. Amen. Praise God. Really? That's right. God did that. Don't forget now. He has built us to be motivated by these desires. At first, this may sound strange or like it's running contrary to Scripture because we have been taught, and rightly so in some cases, to think of these as temptations and not legitimate righteous motivation. Amen. Now, saints, remember, We are emptying ourselves of all these notions, ideas, and information that we may have garnered along the way that are not in line with the Holy Scriptures. Amen? We're not holding on to that. We're letting that go because God's wanting to prosper us, and it's getting in the way. All right? Okay. Satan does indeed tempt us in each of these areas. The desire for pleasure can and often does degenerate into all forms of hedonism, worldliness. The desire for possession moves into materialism. The desire for power into egotism. We often relate the desire for pleasure to the lust of the flesh, the desire for possession, the lust of the eyes, and the desire for power to the pride of life. Yes. Well, there's hope for us. There is hope for us. 1 John chapter 2, verse 16. 1 John chapter 2. Verse 16, 1 John, all the way to the back of the Bible, 1 John chapter 2, verse 16, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Amen. So I think we know that scripture, at least most of us do. Satan approached Jesus Christ on all three of these levels during his temptation in the wilderness. He tempted Jesus to make bread from stones, remember, for the pleasure of eating. He tried he tempted Jesus to worship Satan for the possession of all the kingdoms of the world. He tempted Jesus to cast himself 
from the highest point of the temple for the power of commanding angelic intervention. For the power of commanding angelic intervention. Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4, beginning with verse 1. Chapter 4, beginning with verse 1. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being 40 days tempted of the devil. And in those days he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. And the devil said unto unto him, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And the devil, taking him up into a high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me. And to whomsoever I will, I give it. If thou therefore will worship me, all shall be thine. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan. For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And he brought him to Jerusalem, and set him on a pinnacle of the temple, and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against the stone. And Jesus answering said unto him, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season, for a season. We forget that it was for a season because he showed back up. Amen. Praise the Lord. So if the desires for pleasure, possessions, and power make us vulnerable vulnerable to temptation, how can they be good? How can they properly Motivate us? That's a good question. We're going to answer that. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 11, verse 28, Proverbs chapter 11, verse 28, he that trusteth in his riches shall fall, but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. Amen? Praise the Lord. Saints, we need to understand that the evil one, the devil, can appeal to our desires for these things only because our creator built those desires into us. They're part of our wiring, so to speak. Amen? The draw to pleasure, possessions, and power cannot be rooted in our sin nature. Well, why not? Well, I'll explain. It is because 
Satan appealed to these desires in Adam and Eve before they ever sinned. Yes, it's true. Let's go to Genesis 3, beginning with verse 1. Genesis chapter 3, beginning with verse 1. They'd never sinned, and he came to try it on them. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Of course he did. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. Well, he's a liar. Wouldn't he say that? For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Amen. So we understand that that's how that came about. But there's additional proof, you see, that God initially put these things in us, these desires in us for our good. Jesus Christ had no sin nature. He had no sin. He was the sinless lamb of God, remember? Satan knew this, yet he sought to tempt Jesus on these same grounds. Pleasure to eat, possession and power. We just read that. We just saw that. Why? Because Jesus Christ was not only God but man. And to be human is to have desires for these things. We want pleasure, we want possessions, and we want power, stewardship, those things, responsibility, not because we are sinful, but because we are human. Amen. We're human. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. Hebrews. Chapter 4, verse 15. Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 15. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin seen that Adam and Eve were tempted in these three areas. Jesus Christ was tempted in these three areas when they had no sin. Amen? So, consider this thing. We get tempted because we're human. There's corruption in humanity bringing forth weakness. Amen. And Jesus overcame for us. Jesus Christ overcame for us. So consider this thing. 
the reality that God himself actually appeals to each of these desires in us. Well, now, why would God do that, Pastor? They told me all of that was sin. Well, it's a desire. How you handle it determines whether or not it moves into sin. All right? It's a desire, a God-given desire. But how you handle it, how you manage it, what you do with it, determines whether or not it moves into sin. All right? Okay, I'll give you an example. We talk about the lust of the eye. Well, it's hard to have that if you don't have any sight of any kind at all. But God gave us eyesight. Ah, how you handle your eyesight has a lot to do with sin or not sin. Is that clear? I hope so. I hope you can understand. Amen. God himself appeals to each of these desires in us. He offers us the reward. Reward. Yes, reward. Of power in his eternal kingdom. Really? Yes. Let's go to Matthew chapter 20. Matthew chapter 20, and we're going to begin at verse 20. Matthew chapter 20, and we're going to begin at verse 20. The Gospel of Matthew chapter 20, and we're going to begin at verse 20. Verse 20, then came to him, to Jesus, the mother of Zebedee's children with her son, worshiping him and desiring a certain thing of him. And he said unto her, What wilt thou? And she said unto him, Grant that these my two sons may sit, the one on thy right hand and the other on the left, in thy kingdom. But Jesus answered and said, Ye know not what ye ask. Are ye able to drink of the cup that I shall drink of, and to be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? They say unto him, We are able You know, sometimes, saints, you ought to think about what you're saying before you let it out of your mouth. Amen? That applies to all of us. And he saith unto them, Ye shall drink indeed of my cup, and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. But to sit on my right hand and on my left is not mine to give, but it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared of my Father. And when the ten heard it, they were moved with indignation against the two brethren. But Jesus called them unto him and said, Ye know that the princes of the Gentiles exercise dominion over them. The government, the rulers of the Gentiles, exercise dominion over them. And they that are great exercise authority upon them. But it shall not be so among you. But whosoever will be great among you, let him be your minister. And whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister, and to give his life a ransom for many. So you have the sons of Zebedee wanting that power, 
that responsibility, that stewardship. But Jesus said, this is the right way to do this. This way is the right way to do it, not the way the Gentiles do. That's not it. The right way is through servanthood. Same desire, but how do you handle it? Amen? So let's go to Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12, beginning with verse 42. 12, verse 42. We're starting with verse 42, and we're in Luke, the gospel of Luke, chapter 12, beginning with verse 42. And the Lord said, Who then is that faithful and wise steward? whom his Lord shall make ruler over his household to give them their portion of meat in due season. Hmm, who is that one? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Of a truth I say unto you that he will make him ruler over all that he hath. Amen. So Jesus is explaining how to handle that desire in a righteous manner. In a righteous manner. Praise the Lord. All right, let's skip down to uh, Luke chapter 19. Luke chapter 19, beginning with verse 15. Luke chapter 19, beginning with verse 15. And it came to pass that when he was returned, speaking of Jesus, having received the kingdom, then he commanded these servants to be called unto him to whom he had given the money that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. Now, this is a picture of how the Lord wants us to do things. Came the first thing, Lord. Thy pound hath gained ten pounds. And he said unto him, Well, thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful in a very little, have thou authority over ten cities. See, you've been faithful in a little bit. So then you get authority and power over ten cities. The second came, saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained five pounds. You gave me this much. And I did what I was supposed to do with it, and it gained five pounds. And he said, likewise to him, be thou also over five cities. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, our Lord, our Father, offers us reward of his power in his eternal kingdom. And we just looked at uh, three examples of that. Now we're going to look at his reward of possession in his eternal kingdom. We're going to Matthew chapter 6, Matthew chapter 6, beginning with verse 19. Matthew chapter 6, beginning with verse 19. 
Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So the Lord is laying out plainly how we're to handle a a desire for possession. Amen? Amen. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6, beginning with verse I'm not so sure that's right. Let me check and see. I think it's supposed to be Matthew chapter 19, beginning with verse 16. Matthew chapter 19, pages are turning to. Matthew chapter 19. No, that ain't the right one. Okay, we'll skip that one because I wrote down the wrong scripture. We'll skip that one because I wrote down the wrong scripture. Ah, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, let's go to Psalm 16. Now, we haven't talked about Pleasures in his eternal kingdom. Psalm 16, verse 11. Psalm 16, verse 11. Psalm 16, verse 11. Thou wilt show me the life. Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy, and at thy right hand, There are pleasures forevermore. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Amen. 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 Okay, I found that scripture that I missed. Okay. It's Matthew chapter 19, beginning... With verse 27, Matthew chapter 19, beginning with verse 27. Then answered Peter and said unto him, Behold, we have forsaken all and followed thee. What shall we have therefore? And Jesus said unto him, See, they had forsaken all and followed him. And Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, that ye which have followed me in the regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone that hath forsaken houses, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my name's sake shall receive an hundredfold 
and shall inherit everlasting life. Amen? Amen. You see, there are some people, the Lord said, come and follow me, and their spouse said, no. Isn't that interesting? Their spouse said, no, they don't want that life. And they had to start over without a spouse. I know someone that happened to. Amen. I know of several examples of that particular scripture. But let's continue on with what the Lord's teaching us. You see, we have these desires, but there's a right way to handle them. There's a right way to do things. So, God appeals to our human nature But God does not appeal to our sin nature. God appeals to our human nature, but God does not appeal sin nature. God is not tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. Amen. God is not tempted with evil, Neither tempteth he any man with evil. Okay? Amen. Power, possessions, and pleasures are legitimate objects of the of desire that our creator has instilled in us and by which he can motivate us to obedience. To obedience. Amen. Sometimes we need motivation to obedience. I know I do, and I'm certain that you do too. You're just as human. Amen. Praise God. So, the evil one counteracts by tempting us to direct these legitimate desires to the wrong objects in the wrong time or in the wrong place, or by convincing us that it is never right to desire such things even when God himself offers them. Ah, that's interesting. That's when you have to move from religion to relationship. That's when you have to move from religion to relationship. Remember the vision that Peter had on the rooftop when it was dropped down to him a, a, a sheep full of uh, unclean beasts, and he told Peter, rise and eat. And Peter said, no, Lord, I've never eaten anything common or unclean. I don't do that. That's not me. Sorry, you got the wrong one. And God told him, Call not what I have cleansed, common or unclean. You see, all along our lives, we have to move from religion to relationship. Amen. Many of us got started in religion, but now we need to transition far more into relationship. Praise God. Amen. The devil tempts us to idolize 
make an idol of, to worship, pleasure, possession, and power, responsibility, and stewardship, and pursue them in the present world. Pursue them as the heathen do. The Lord's desire, however, is that we seek to gain these things in the future, by not by clinging to them in the present, but by foregoing them in the present. What? That's right. God is different from other folks. The world wants you to go after these things grasping, holding on to them, reaching for that uh, brass ring. Is that what they call that? But that's not what God says. God says forego them in the present. Well, Pastor, how is this going to work? Well, hold on. I haven't gotten to that part yet. Consider, if you will, The three disciplines of fasting. This is not all the disciplines, but three of them. Fasting, giving, and prayer. They are Christian disciplines. And in Matthew chapter 6, verse 1, we're going to mention them a little bit. Matthew chapter 6, beginning with verse 1. Matthew chapter 6 beginning with verse 1. Take heed that you do not your alms or charity giving before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Therefore, when you do your alms, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee. Don't get up and brag about it, please as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth. Amen. That thine alms may be in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly, shall reward thee openly. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, Enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy father which is in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them. In other words, don't do it their way. Do it my way, God is saying. For your Father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. After this manner, therefore, pray ye. Oh, see, here's what you ought to do. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head and wash thy face, that thou may that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy Father which is in secret. And thy Father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. So now reward is mentioned several times in this scripture. The Lord is saying, don't do it this way, do it this way. And your Father will reward you openly. Amen? is denying ourselves pleasure of eating in order to gain pleasure in God. Giving is denying the possession of riches to gain possessions from God. Let's go to the book of Luke, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 6, verse 38. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 6, verse 38. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. Wow. Mm-hmm. So giving is denying the possession of riches to gain possessions from God. Well, that's the that's what happens. Like sowing and reaping. You sow obedience, you reap blessing. Amen. Prayer is denying our own power in order to gain power from God. James chapter five verse sixteen. James chapter five verse sixteen. James chapter 5, verse 16. Fess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. Pray one for another that ye may be healed. Did you hear that? Let me say it again. And pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. All righty. Praise the Lord. Eating, owning, and ruling are not bad, but we temporarily abstain from them as a matter of spiritual discipline in order to accomplish a higher kingdom purpose. 
For centuries, monks in monasteries have tried to practice relinquishment through their vow of chastity, foregoing pleasure, vow of poverty, foregoing possessions, and a vow of obedience, foregoing the power of living life one's own way. But no, but one need not go and forego power because he hates power. There's a, there's, there's more than one attitude about this, and God's getting ready to explain the right attitude. Amen? He may forego power now precisely because he wants it in a better world. He may forego it now. He may forego rulership now because he wants it in a better world. We just saw that. Jesus said, if you want to be this in the kingdom, be a servant now. Amen. Jesus didn't tell his disciples that they shouldn't want to be great. Rather, he told them how they could become great in the next world by being a servant in this one. Really? Really? Mark chapter 10, the Gospel of Mark chapter 10, beginning with verse 42. Mark chapter 10, beginning with verse 42. But Jesus called them to him. We just read this a little while ago and said unto them, Ye know that they which are accounted to rule over the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and their great ones exercise authority upon them. But so shall it not be among you. But whosoever will be great among you shall be your minister, and whosoever of you will be of the chiefest shall be servant of all. That's how Jesus says it. Amen. Likewise, we don't forego possessions here because we hate possessions, but because we want them in another world, in another life, when we get home. Amen. Jesus didn't tell his disciples that they shouldn't want to be rich. Rather, he told them they could become rich in the next world by giving away riches in this one, thereby laying up treasures for themselves in heaven. Matthew chapter 6, verses 19. Matthew chapter 6. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. How? Well, hang in there. Where a moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. Instead of laying up your treasures upon earth, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. 
Amen. Amen. I think you're beginning to hear what the Lord is saying. It's not a matter of no gratification, but rather delayed gratification. It's foregoing the present temporary gratification in order to achieve future eternal gratification. We admire Olympic athletes for their dedication and discipline, but we don't imagine that they're not acting from self-interest. Yeah, do we? We know that it's a point to them in this. We're right to admire a missionary, someone who works with street children, or someone who feeds the poor. Yet what they are doing is not selfless in the full sense of the term. Their short-term sacrifices are in their eternal self-interest because God promises to reward them. God promises, and we know God is faithful. We've covered that. He promises to reward them. This is not self-denial for the sake of self-denial. All right? But rather, purposeful self-denial. Why? For God's glory and for their own ultimate good. Be good to yourself in Christ. Amen? The key to this type of self-denial, opposed to what they do in some other religions, is faith. 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 Yes. James chapter 2, verse 20. James chapter 2, verse 20. James chapter 2, verse 20. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead, and works work together. Faith and works work together. Amen. They work together. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 11, beginning with verse 8. Hebrews chapter 11, we've talked about Abraham lately. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should have, which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out not knowing whether he went. He didn't have any idea where he was heading. He just started moving. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob and the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith, Also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age 
because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang there even of one, and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky and multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they say that such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly country, heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city, prepared for us a city. Yes, he has. He's prepared for us a city, saints. Faith is what motivates us to forego something in this life for the promise that it or something even better will be ours in the next life. Faith is what motivates us to forego something in this life for the promise that it even better will be ours in the next life. This concept may be difficult to grasp at first because our sin nature has so tainted our pleasures, our possessions, and our power in this world. Corruption will do that, you know. But in eternity, we'll be able to manage these things in righteousness as our sinless Lord did because we'll be without sin. There will be no curse in the new earth, and no curse means no sin. Revelation chapter 22, verse 3. Revelation chapter 22, verse 3. Revelation chapter 22, verse 3. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it and his servants shall serve him. Our love for responsibility, stewardship, or power, for treasures or possessions, and sensory delights or pleasures will be righteous and not tainted by sin. Not tainted by sin. Not tainted by sin. Saints, God created us with certain desires, and he made us to be motivated by rewards that appeal to those desires. Amen? Amen. He calls us to act on the basis of those promised rewards. The scriptures are full of exhortations to act in certain ways, to gain certain rewards. 
Yet there persists a misguided belief that the desire for power, possessions, and pleasure in the next life and to pursue rewards is selfish or lacking in sensitivity, primarily making money at the expense of ethics or morals. The desire for reward should not be our only motivation, but it is true that it is a fully legitimate motive encouraged by God. In fact, the two most basic things we can believe about our God as he presents himself is that, first of all, he exists, and second, that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. A rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen? So if you don't believe that God is a rewarder, what you're actually doing is rejecting biblical doctrine and you have an incomplete or false view of God. I encourage you to go back to the scriptures that have been presented tonight and other scriptures. Open your eyes to the truth about his nature and how he motivates his people. Amen? Amen. So we're going to pause this this topic right here, and we're going to thank God for what he has taught us tonight. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I hope that you got something out of it. I believe that you did. And I hope that you recast so you can get it down in your spirit. I hope that you recast so that you can get it down in your spirit. Look those scriptures up and ask the Lord to explain what you don't understand. Amen, and he will. Amen, and he will. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. I'm going to go to the guest call-ins for a moment. Amen. Area code 484. Area code 484, you're on the air. Hello? Hello? 
One more time. Hello? God bless you. We'll talk to you later. Amen. God bless you. We will talk to you later. Hmm? All right. I don't have a phone number for this one, but you're on the air now in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Dr. Sabrina. How are you? I am wonderful. I am so blessed. Praise the Lord Jesus. And what I would love to just, I would like to first uh, testify that the Lord Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. He has completely transformed my life since I received him as my Lord and Savior in May of 2019. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, I have so many testimonies. He has completely transformed my heart and my mind from a lot of trauma from childhood. My father used to physically abuse me. Uh, he abandoned us when I was a teenager. All of that anger, resentment is gone. It's completely removed. The Lord Jesus is mighty and powerful. And I would like to request prayer for my mother and my family that they shall also be healed of, of trauma and wounds of the heart and resentment so they can receive the Lord Jesus um, and love the Lord Jesus with, with all their hearts. Amen. Have they received the Lord Jesus at this time? My mother has. My other siblings have not. All right. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We lift up the member of our, members of our brother's family who have not received you. And we ask, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, that you draw them to the Lord Jesus. We request, Lord, that you um, so work in the circumstances of their lives that they will begin to seek the Lord Jesus for themselves, that they will begin to see their need for him and to desire relationship with him. We ask you, Lord, to remove the hindrances that have, have kept them back for so long, Lord, and open wide the gateway of salvation for their souls. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor for it in Jesus' name. We lift up his mother before you, Lord, and we ask the same for her, that you heal and train and develop her faith in Jesus' name. We thank you and we give you praise for it, Lord, and we know that you're on the case. And in due time, we will see the works of your hands in their lives. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen and amen. 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 God bless you. We love you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Area code 786, you're on the air in Jesus' name. Hi, Pastor. Thank you for taking this call. I just pressed one, so glory to God. He wants me to talk to you. Um, my husband and I, we saw his parents in January and I just saw death on his dad and I'm not sure that I dealt with it responsibly. So I'd like to 
just deal with that publicly. And also at the same time, my husband had to step away from a meal we were sharing with them because I don't know his exact standing is that he was processing this reality like my dad's going to die. I don't know that a time frame was put on it, but just this concept when my, my father is mortal and he's going to die. So I know that I'm, I prayed in some capacity because that's my, my tendency, but I don't, I didn't bind it. I didn't rebuke it as far as I know. I didn't actively like seek God on like, hey, why did you let me see this? And so it appears that it's very possible that he is dying like these days. And my husband will go to, <clears throat> excuse me, visit him, uh, God willing, tomorrow for a few days. So what shall I do? How can I pray? Do I, did I really mess up? What do we do when we see no, the spirit of death on someone? No, you did not mess up. 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 <laughs> oh, God. You're outing me. No, <laughs> you did not mess up. No, you did okay. not mess up. No, 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 <laughs> no, you did not mess up. Okay. You, one, you're on a fast, Okay. And you yielded yourself to the Holy Spirit. He said exactly what he wanted to say. All right? I'm, I'm sorry? We understand? And if he oh, didn't, no, I didn't say, say it, I didn't he say why. Why. No, never I'm mind sorry, the why. That's I didn't not say what why. I said. I'm having a hard time understanding you. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Calm down. That'll help. Okay. The Lord had you pray what he wanted you to pray. Okay. Be at peace with it. If he had wanted you okay. to bind it, you would have. But okay. he didn't. All right? So don't assume okay. because you didn't do what you thought you should have done that you did not do what God wanted done. Our prayers are supposed to line up with the will of God. And it is very possible that God is getting ready to bring that man out of the earth. Yes, yes, I see that. That is a viable possibility. Yes. So let God I just thought maybe... use your mouth. And you did. So quit beating yourself over the head. I, I just thought that maybe I had haughtiness or pride or, like, told you so because it seemed that okay, wait his, a uh, Wait a minute. I bind all of that in the name of Jesus. Would you stop trying to look over your own shoulder and just relax in God and let him okay. use you the way he wants to use you, not the way you're expecting him to? You don't have okay. some sin that came in and made you pray that. No. The Holy Spirit prayed it through you. He prayed exactly what he wanted prayed, and that's that. Okay. Okay, so get off your own back. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you. God bless you. Uh, Bye-bye. You're welcome. God bless you. I love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I love you, too. <laughs> Thank you. Amen. You're welcome. God bless. Amen. Saints, you don't have to be afraid that when the Holy Spirit says certain things through your mouth, oh, maybe I should have done this, and maybe I should have done No, 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 you did exactly what he wanted done. Be at peace. Amen? Be at peace.
And I want to encourage you to pray for uh, our sister and her husband and her son and uh, and uh, her husband's family because they're going through a very traumatic period. Losing the head of a family is traumatic. I know I've been through that. Amen. And those of you who have experienced it, you've lost a mother or a father or a mother and a father and a stepfather or a stepmother, whoever raised you or losing a grandmother or an aunt or somebody who raised you, it's traumatic, all right? Keep pleading the blood of Jesus over them continually and praying for them in your prayer lane. Amen? Praise the Lord. See, we love each other through the circumstances of life. We support each other and undergird each other praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen? Amen. Praise God. I hope that was plain enough. Amen. We love each other through what we go through in this life. Everybody goes through something, but we love each other through it. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. All right. Okay. Let's see here. Amen. Thank you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just lift that back. Oh, la, 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 yo soy Ricky. Ruka de la brishala de Yosunde de Bricheka. Curcula. Rila la diacide de brishala de Yosotora Bricheda. Rila la diosunde de brishala de Yosuta. Father, we thank you for releasing your grace abundant to that family. In the name of Jesus. We ask, Lord, that as our brother goes to see his father, that you will empower him to do what you have called him and are sending him there to do. In the name of Jesus, we give you the praise. We thank you for the righteous outcome, Father, in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. That's how that goes. Everybody goes through all kinds of stuff in this life, and we love each other and support each other. Amen. It's part of the journey of life. So we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning for children Raising money from strangers for a sex change is just a click away on GoFundMe.com. Unfortunately. GoFundMe, excuse me, is the world's largest crowdfunding website. It has more than 100 million users and has collected 25 billion dollars in donations for causes described on the website. Online platform, people of any age can ask for donations for almost any cause. To confirm that, a news outlet anonymously created a fundraiser identifying as a 12-year-old girl trying to get phalloplasty surgery to create a male appendix. After the page was successfully established and ready to receive donations, 
the test fundraising account immediately was closed. So that teaches us that a 12-year-old can get in there and say, I don't want to be a girl. I want to be a boy, and I, I need a switch. I need a male appendage. Okay? After the patient, okay, whoo, a search on June 7th revealed that minors as young as 16 were raising money for sex change surgery. Some of those fundraisers for children don't list their ages. The number of donations and the amount, amount collected for sex change fundraisers for children vary widely. Some teens in search of breast amputation surgery haven't received any contribution. The most successful current fundraiser on June 7th raised about $4,000. Kay Moffitt, an 18-year-old who identifies as non-binary, hopes to do as well as a friend who raised $14,000 for breast amputation surgery on GoFundMe. Though Moffitt's parents disapproved, the teen started a fundraiser for a double mastectomy shortly after becoming a legal adult. The company received criticism for freezing a fundraiser after it raised $5 million for Canadian truckers protesting against vaccine mandates in their country. You remember when this happened. The truckers' highly successful account was meant to help them survive despite lost wages during their protest. Remember the Canadian government arrested the lady that was uh, that got the thing going? Remember that? Remember the royal mounties got in being nasty and ugly to the people and violent? Uh, swearing the people had done something the people hadn't done. Remember all that? Remember the banks up in Canada? Um, what's the name of that bank, Jesus? We now have one in Jacksonville that I can't stand. Uh, they uh, they held on to those people's money, and the people did a rush on the banks. Remember all that? Amen. Amen. So. That's what happened, in case you've forgotten. Amen. After shutting down the account, remember this part, and keeping the money from going to the truckers, GoFundMe floated a plan to give the money to other charitable causes. So they're going to, in other words, instead of giving the money to the truckers, they decided, that they were going to hold on to the money and they were going to give it where they wanted to give it until uh, government officials, senators, got in contact with them and told them they would sue them if they tried that stunt. Eventually, GoFundMe returned the money to the original donor. One page user was identified as a 17-year-old girl hoping for help to pay for breast amputation surgery. She'd been wearing a breast binder for five years, and it was painful. Well, it ought to be. Her breasts are supposed to be growing at that age. 
The description of the fundraiser indicates she had parental approval for a mastectomy. She just lacked the dollars to pay for it, but not for long. Page statistics show $3,670 was raised from 71 donations. The page has been updated to say the girl has had her surgery, part of her transition to live as a boy. Moffitt also wears binders to hide female curves. But so far, no one has contributed to the mastectomy fundraiser. Another page describes an effort launched on May 6th by users identified as a husband and wife. The description says the couple took in a homeless teen girl who identifies as transgender and they're raising money for her breast amputation. Due to privacy and safety concerns, we will not be including his name or photo, the description says, referring to the girl. The user promises to provide transparency for any and all unidentifiable medical paperwork hereafter to donors by making updates to the page. Please understand our family's decision to protect him, the description reads. So far, donations totaling $1,141 have been received. Another user hopes to pay for surgeries and transgender supplies for several trans youth. This is a fundraiser for me and my three other trans friends, the page creator wrote. Three of the four of us have unsupportive parents, so it would be greatly appreciated if you could donate. The money will be used for items like binders, top and bottom surgery, etc. There have been no contributions since the effort was launched in January. Some users identified as minors say they'll wait until they turn 18 to get sex change surgery. One fundraiser describes the risk as a girl who needs breast amputation and surgery to create a male appendage so he can be comfortable with himself and affirm his identity as a man. The page creator wrote in the description that the girl's family didn't support her choice to become a man, so her friends decided to raise money for sex change surgery. There have been no donations since the launch of the effort in November 2022. Some fundraising pages ask for money to help with legal fees for custody battles for parents who support their children's desire to transition. Others ask for money to help transgender children leave their parents' homes. Users identified as children say donations will help them run away from abusive parents. I wonder if they think their parents disagreeing with them or saying no is a form of abuse. I'm sure they've been told that it is. GoFundMe also had active fundraisers on June 7th to help detransitioners pay for procedures to try to reverse their sex change attempt. And some described efforts to raise money to try to fight the transgender movement. Hearing about efforts to raise money for children to undergo sex change surgery frustrates psychologist Leonard Sachs. Children aren't old enough to understand 
what transgender health care does to the human body, sex said. It shouldn't be news to mention that adolescents are impulsive and thoughtless and often don't anticipate the long-term consequences of their actions, he said. Children aren't even allowed to get tattoos in many states, but it appears GoFundMe eagerly provides help for obtaining permanent sex change treatments, he said. The site page on fundraising for such efforts reads, gender-affirming care can help improve the overall physical and mental well-being of non-binary, transgender, and gender-expansive people. Many have turned to gender-affirming care fundraising to help find support. Sachs questions the veracity of those statements. What is the evidence to support that claim, he asked. How does that claim vary as a function of age? Is it a true? Is it as true for 13-year-olds as it is for 30-year-olds? There isn't much on how many people undergo sex change procedures, only to try to reverse them later in the process, known as detransitioning, he said. It's also difficult to do objective research because transgender-related issues attract political controversy, he said. What is well known is that the effects of sex change drugs and surgeries usually can't be successfully reversed, experts have said. Undergoing transgender treatment usually renders a permanent change, he said. You can try to undo it, but once the healthy breasts are in the trash, you can't get them back, he said. If a fundraiser makes Moffitt's breast amputation surgery possible, losing the ability to breastfeed a child in the future won't be a worry because kids are so adaptable, Moffitt said. It's not the first time the medical industry has embraced horrible procedures and mutilated healthy people, he said. In 1949, Dr. Antonio Moniz received the Nobel Prize for performing lobotomies on people. Surgeries interrupted neuronal connections in the brain's frontal lobe in an effort to dull the impact of mental illness. But the procedure also causes personality changes, epilepsy, intellectual impairment, and other permanent issues. Still, American doctors lobotomize tens of thousands of patients, including children, and including people who did not want it or know what it really was. Today, doctors regard lobotomies as a barbaric destruction of personality, he said. The arrogance of educated people cannot be overestimated, he said. Whether children seeking sex change actually are able to follow through and defy parents who object depends on state law. For example, in Texas, sex change procedures for minors have been banned. California, however, is a sanctuary state for children seeking procedures to support their transition efforts. And these laws can change quickly. On May 17th, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed a law banning sex change for children in his state. On June 6th, a Florida judge blocked the ban, 
in response to a lawsuit brought on behalf of children hoping to continue with their transgender medications and procedures. It's too soon to know the long-term effects on society, Sack said. We are sowing the wind. We will reap the whirlwind. So we are requesting and thanking the righteous judge for his adjudications and such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning electrical equipment and high-tech devices are everywhere. And while they may make life easier, research finds that they can cause harm to your heart by emitting electromagnetic frequencies, EMF. That's what he... EMFs are in the radio frequency range. Many people don't realize their cardiac symptoms could be the result of EMF. Still, research continues to find a correlation between the debilitating illnesses some people are suffering from and the mass amount of electromagnetic smog clogging the atmosphere today. Dr. Nathan Goodyear, a medical doctor, An integrative cancer expert said, electrical and magnetic fields known as EMF are invisible to the naked eye and are, in fact, the result of radiation. This radiation spans the electromagnetic spectrum and increases from non-ionizing to ionizing radiation. Ionizing radiation is known to cause damage to tissues and organs. Familiar sources of ionized radiation include medical diagnostics like x-rays and computed tomography CT scans. A natural source of ionizing radiation is radon gas, which can seep into the cracks of buildings' foundations. Exposure to ionizing radiation at high doses or for extended periods of time is known to cause many health problems. The problem with electromagnetic radiation and its effects on the heart is exposure and time, said Goodyear. Because of the lower non-ionizing radiation, more time and exposure are required to accumulate impact than ionizing radiation, which can almost be immediate at higher doses. The Environmental Working Group recently analyzed several animal and human studies that focused on EMF, considering how the body absorbs the radiation emitted and how it affects the heart. Both human and animal research studies show the heart is sensitive to EMF radiation and it can affect the heart rate variability, causing cardiac arrhythmias, affect blood pressure, and even increase lower-density lipoproteins leading to atherosclerosis and coronary artery disease. Human studies analyzed by the EWG should be concerning because heart rate variability may be a litmus test not only for the health of the heart, but the health of the human being. Susan Foster, an EMF consultant, said, Foster provides outside counsel through McCullough Law Firm to Children's Health Defense on Wireless Matters. Goodyear believes that animal studies tend to give more information since tissues can be evaluated 
both immediately and after death to provide more insight into the effects of EMF radiation. For example, a study of albino rats with long-term cell phone exposure showed changes in electrical activity resulting in heart arrhythmias and negative effects on blood pressure or hypertension and heart rate. Regarding EMF and its effects on LDL cholesterol, Goodyear states there is a correlation between EMF and the depletion of antioxidants in the blood. When there is an increase in LDL oxidation and a depletion of antioxidants, there is an increase in atherosclerosis, cardiovascular risk, and cardiovascular disease. Foster has interviewed several individuals who started experiencing to highly utilize smart meters. Smart meters communicate data to utility companies using several different radio frequency air interfaces, modulation schemes, and network architectures. They typically pulse strong signals to the collecting device hundreds to hundreds of thousands times a day, she said. One woman with a smart meter on the side of her home had no previous cardiac history, Foster said, but after the meter was installed, her health changed almost instantly. She went into cardiac arrhythmia, had several had severe chest pain, and her blood pressure was significantly elevated. Another person had acute onset chest pain near to two potential wireless sources. A cell tower utilizing higher frequencies in the 5G range and a transmitting advanced metering infrastructure. Foster continued, this woman was driving at the time, thought she had a heart attack, was hospitalized, had no history of cardiovascular disease, and was diagnosed with a suspected coronary spasm, which can trigger a heart attack or even sudden death. A valid question many ask is why these people think smart meters and cell towers could be causing these cardiac events. In Foster's experience, the temporal element is often a key indicator that the recently built and activated cell tower or installed smart meter is causing cardiac symptoms. When someone is asymptomatic before the carrier activates a cell tower and experiences an acute cardiac event, such as atrial fibrillation for the first time in his or her life, two weeks later the cell tower becomes suspect. Foster believes that the cell tower becomes the undeniable culprit when atrial fibrillation occurs during high telecommunication traffic time then reoccurs repeatedly, even after cardioversion, a procedure to restore a normal heart rhythm, eventually resulting in surgical intervention to stop the atrial fibrillation. She told us that most people reaching out to CHD or McCullough Law Firm about cardiac events related to wireless exposure in their 40s and 50s. However, her greatest concern is the impact of EMF on, EMF on developing children from the early fetal stage throughout childhood. Children today are developing in utero and growing up in homes 
where cell phones are carried by parents. Wi-Fi is left on 25-7, and wireless baby monitors are inches from a baby's thin skull and rapidly developing brain and nervous systems. Children are inherently more vulnerable and will live with these exposures for a lifetime, Foster said. Goodyear cited a study by Deborah L. Blackwell and colleagues that found a strong association between cumulative exposure to infectious diseases and environmental toxins as children and in utero and the likelihood of experiencing chronic health conditions throughout life including cancer, heart, and lung issues, and arthritis, he added. In the same light, the lifetime exposure of EMF to the cardiovascular system is likely the more significant connection point of impact. According to Foster, the impact of EMF radiation on children and the failure of the Federal Communications Commission to update EMF guidelines quarter century is the main reason CHG sued the FCC on in 2020. Scott McCullough argued the case for consolidated lawsuits filed by CHG and Environmental Health Trust. The August 13, 2021 decision by the Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit remanded the EMF radiation guidelines to the FCC's with critical instructions to address the impact of EMF radiation on children, including the health implications of long-term exposure to EMF radiation and consideration of newer wireless devices and the ubiquity of wireless devices. However, the FCC has yet to comply with this court order and was again petitioned by McCullough to quit stalling and explain how it deems the current guidelines for EMF to adequately protect humans and the environment against the harmful effects of EMF radiation exposure. The the impact of EMF on children may only be fully realized in adulthood, and some people may never feel the effects, explained Goodyear. However, others seem to be highly sensitive. Individuals who are depleted of antioxidants have chronic inflammation or pre-existing cardiovascular disease are at a greater risk for cardiac dysfunction and disease from EMF, he said. Foster describes it as electromagnetic sensitivity, EMS, which includes many symptoms, including cognitive impairment, headaches, lethargy, sleep disruption, tinnitus, vertigo, depression, anxiety, heart palpitations, chest pain, arrhythmia, and infertility. Well, the U.S. Access Board, an independent federal agency that advises the federal government on the accommodation of disabled people, held that electromagnetic sensitivity to cause severe symptoms that give rise to the level of disability. Foster explained that EMS is a condition that begs for wider recognition and accommodation because we live in an increasingly thick environment of what EMF biophysicist Dr. Demetrius, never mind what his last name is, described as 
electrosmog, EMF pollution. Since then, we've gone from 2G to 5G and sub-6G, she said. It's estimated that between 3.2 to 30% of the U.S. population fall on the EMS spectrum, including between 10 to 99 million people with some kind of adverse reaction to wireless radiation. Unfortunately, the public remains uninformed about EMS, said Foster. This is because EMS is an invisible disability. Those who suffer from it have to remain secluded. Microwave radiation goes through the walls and has few boundaries. Those with coronary spasms, tachycardia, or atrial fibrillation can't advocate for themselves by going to City Hall because the Wi-Fi threatens their lives, she said. Whether you believe you are sensitive to EMF or want to protect your children, knowing how to limit your exposure is important. There are devices to block or shield EMF exposure, but both Foster and Goodyear suggest an avoidance strategy may be safer and more effective than shielding. According to Foster, devices and chips may have some benefit, but people are lulled into a false sense of safety. The so-called protective product may very well prove to be a scam. Foster limit exposure. Women and girls should never keep their phone in their bras. Women and girls should never keep their phone in their bras. Women and girls should never keep their phone in their bras. Don't carry your phone in a shirt or pants pocket unless it is in airplane mode. I hope the males heard that. Every home and office should have a landline phone as an alternative to using a cell phone. Avoid DECT cordless phones because the antenna acts like a mini cell tower 24-7. Opt out of an AMI smart meter if possible. Recharge your cell phone as far from your bedroom as possible and never sleep with your cell phone under your pillow. Question smart everything. Is it really necessary? Goodyear suggests a different approach. Our culture is saturated with EMF and has passed the point of no return as our society has become addicted to and reliant on EMF devices. We must realize that the ongoing EMF exposure will only continue, likely it, and its impact will only accelerate. Parents' EMF exposure and its epigenetic Uh, Never mind. Impact on our legacy of pathology require a different approach to EMF exposure. Goodyear believes a pivot in approach requires supporting a healthy lifestyle, including a balanced organic diet with vegetables high in antioxidants, low glycemic fruits, and evidence-based vitamin supplementation under a physician's guidance. He also advocates for exercise and good sleep hygiene to reduce the harmful effects of EMF. Take a walk outside in nature. It's time to get outside to the desert, the mountains, the forest, the woods, and to divest from EMF exposure. Don't just do it once. Schedule it as a part of your daily or weekly health living. We want to thank the righteous judge for all adjudications concerning sex. 
We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Hold on a second, second. Hold on just a second. Be right back. All right, I'm back. Thank you for your patience and your tolerance. Amen. Thank you for your patience. And your tongue. Despite the constitutions, we're requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning, despite the constitution's Fourth Amendment, which prohibits warrantless government searches, U.S. agencies are proving to be ever more intrusive in their routine surveillance of American speech and activity. Often working in collaboration with private companies and banks, agencies like the FBI have been misusing laws against foreign terrorism to vacuum up private data of millions of Americans without a warrant or any evidence of a crime. As Congress now debates reauthorizing relevant sections of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, that are set to expire this year, the Libertarian Cato Institute held a four-day conference last week, which and we bind their efforts in Jesus' name, which featured calls for major legal reforms by whew, which uh, uh, back to where I was, which featured calls for major legal reforms by conservative and liberal speakers alike. Now, Father, ungodly surveillance is a crime, and those who commit it, even if it is a U.S. agency, they need to be brought under the terms of law and justice. Thank you. The violations that we've seen have not just been epic in scale, but they've also been persistent over and over again. Jake Laparouk, a deputy director at the Center for Democracy and Technology, told attendees, to put a human scale on this, what we're talking about is not just random typos or wrong clicks. We're looking at things like pulling up batches of thousands of political donors in one go without any suspicion of wrongdoing. We've had reports of journalists, political commentators, a domestic party. These compliance violations are the most worrisome type of politically focused surveillance. In 2001, Congress passed the Patriot Act as a means to combat foreign terrorism after September 11 attacks. In 2008, Congress added an amendment to FISA, Section 702, which authorized warrantless surveillance of non-U.S. persons located outside of the country. This amendment, which critics say is the source of much of the abuse, is scheduled to sunset on December 31st. 
Congressional debates about whether to renew Section 702 are coming amid numerous reports that the FBI and other federal intelligence agencies have abused the surveillance authority granted to them by this law. Critics say there is mounting evidence. Federal agencies have been using laws which were intended to target foreign terrorists to conduct extensive long-term domestic spying campaigns on U.S. citizens to prevent Section 702 from being used as an in-run-around Fourth Amendment protection. Congress did two things. It required the government to minimize the collection, sharing, and retention of Americans' personal information, and it required the government to certify the FISA court on an annual basis that it is not using Section 702 to try to access the communications of particular known Americans. Elizabeth G. Elizabeth G., a senior director at New York's Brennan Center for Justice, told conference attendees, what has become abundantly clear over the past last 15 years and that these protections are not working. All agencies that receive Section 702 data have procedures in place approved by the FISA court that allow them to run electronic searches for the purpose of finding and retrieving the phone calls, text messages, and emails of Americans. Yes, a report by the Brennan Center for Justice states that since 2006, the National Security Agency, NSA, has been secretly collecting the phone records of millions of Americans for some of the largest telecommunications providers in the United States via a series of regularly renewed requests by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. In addition, the report's six years, the NSA has obtained unprecedented access to the data process by nine leading U.S. Internet companies. This was facilitated by a computer network called named PRISM. The companies involved include Google, Facebook, Skype, and Apple. Speaking to attendees at the Cato Institute Conference, Nathan Wessler, a director at the American Civil Liberties Union, detailed the rise of data brokers that assemble enormous databases of photo IDs that they then sell to law enforcement for profit. Many companies are selling face recognition algorithms to government and private industry buyers, Wessler said. That might be state driver's license photos, arrest photos, federal passport photos, and then there's another company, Clearview AI, which has been scouring the Internet for billions of photos, he said. The last I heard, they had a database base of 30 billion photos of people from social media, from employer websites, from local newspapers, and from anywhere else on the Internet, there's a photo that might be attached to a name. Building giant databases of face prints extracted from those photos and selling that to police departments and other law enforcement around the country. This, Wessler said, presents a truly unprecedented ability for the government to instantaneously instantaneously identify anyone in any situation and then take action without usually kind without the usual kind of court 
oversight and often in tremendous secrecy. We have a legacy photo data sets of almost all of us, said Claire Garvey, counsel at the National Association of Criminal Defense Lawyers. As a practical matter, most of us are in numerous of these, and they've been almost instantaneously turned into biometric data sets. According to Garvey, the collection of these biometric data sets by law enforcement started around 2001 and has been expanding ever since. So I'm going to let you read the rest of that on your time. Amen. It's quite a bit of it. I know, but you'll read it. Now, let me get to this part quickly. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning hospitals affiliated with the largest Catholic healthcare network in the United States are promoting and in some cases performing gender care surgeries and puberty interventions for minors in defiance of church teachings, according to a recent report. The Lepanto Institute, an organization that informs the public about Catholic groups acting in opposition to religious teachings, released a report Sunday claiming Common Spirit Health is performing transgender surgeries, providing hormone-based transgender therapies, providing puberty blockers to children under the auspices of so-called gender-affirming care. The largest Catholic health system in the United States, Common Spirit Health, is acting directly against Catholic moral teaching and direct defiance of its Catholic identity, the executive summary states. And if you don't get to read that one, we'll do that one next week. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, righteous judge, for your adjudication, sir. Amen. Brother Marshall, it's time to honor the Lord with our prayers. Father, teach all of your children, make us become boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace, what you want each of us to do individually and for our families and for those that we can give any little words of wisdom if they're willing to listen. And give us all discernment, Father God, in every area, Father God. All these situations Pastor Sabrina's just read through, Father, in Jesus' name. Show, show us what you want each of us to do. You said if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth all men liberally and abradeth not. And Jesus says, and that day you'll ask me nothing. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it. You ask, and you shall receive that your joy may be full. We come in before you in agreement, Father God, according to Matthew 18, 19, fact, uh, Matthew 18, 18, 19, and 20 in Jesus, and even Matthew 18, 14, because you don't want one of these little ones to perish, Father God. You told us we're supposed to be fruitful and multiply. It's very hard to be fruitful and multiply if they're trying to, Subject people in public schools, high schools, in colleges, state uh, schools, Father God, and even some private schools, even some supposedly religious-oriented schools, that some of these things that are being pushed today by the global woke agenda are, um, are okay. They're calling evil good and good evil. You said they do that, Father God. 
Well, it seems to be rampant. So, Father, we ask for your intervention, adjudication, even as Pastor Sabrina has already said, and we're all in agreement, Father God, and, and ask for your help, Father God. You said, call upon me in a day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. Not just me personally. Yes, me. That's fine. Yes, my household. And it is a land for house. But, Father God, we ask for all the children, big children, little children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, of all those, and great-great-whatever, of all those that ever, ever believed in the one true creator God, Father God, in Jesus' name. And some of them, some of them, Father God, may be real Jews, Father God, that actually true do pray and believe in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They haven't quite found out about, about the fact that Jesus really is their Messiah. We ask you to draw them to the Lord Jesus. We do pray for the peace of Jerusalem. All the people who are real Jews, real descendants of Father Abraham, Father God, because you're faithful to a thousand generations, Father God, that you draw multitudes, multitudes, Father God, and grant them discernment, Father God, that all these children that are seeking money from GoFundMe, we ask you to stop that, Father God. We, we know GoFundMe has a, a very left-leaning, not just a liberal agenda. It's all part of the same agenda to steal, kill, and or destroy. As Pat Hardy's talked about many times, Sabrina's talked about, it's in your book, John 10, 10. Jesus said the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come, oh, thank you, Jesus, for coming, that you may have life and have it more abundantly. And how do we receive that life? We receive Jesus. How do we receive Jesus? Well, it's a dying daily and receiving him. It may happen one time. Yes, I repented of my sins, but then... We have to keep making sure that we're spending time in the Word because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word, not just quietly reading. But it says in Matthew ten seventeen, faith comes by hearing. Do all men have faith? It says in, in uh, Thessalonians, some people don't have faith, Father God. Some people have lost their faith. They kind of wandered away from it, Father God. But you're married to the backsliders, including all the, all the parents of those children that, Father God, are trying to give them an okay to do a, a little uh, a little uh, hormone therapy. They think they can switch it. Father God, teach the people, teach the children, those that are so gullible, and teach the older people that aren't, some of them aren't that old, Father God, some of the 30-year-old parents or whatever. Teach the parents, Father God, what they're allowing their children to do if they're allowing it, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for giving at least a few people in political office <clears throat> Holy Ghost testosterone, <laughs> to stand up against the woke agenda, Father God, in Jesus' name, to say no. Simply say no. We don't have, we, we can choose to do right or we can choose to do wrong. But we're all going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. But why does that judge thy brother? Why does that set it not thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Every single human being, <clears throat> those that have never accepted Jesus, it's the great white throne of judgment. And then what? Ooh, it's not just for roasting marshmallows. There's a lot of flames, because he's not going to flood the earth again. There have been some floods and things and, and wars and rumors of wars. But no, he's going to do what? He's going to change the earth with fire. Talks about that in, in several places, especially the end of the book of Isaiah, and also in Second Peter, that there's going to be a fire, because Jesus took the wrath of God in our place. Thank you, Jesus. You said, not my will, but thy will be done. You emptied yourself. You you emptied yourself of your divinity, and you did everything you did by the power of the Holy Ghost. When Father God anointed you with the Holy Ghost and with power, you went about doing good and healing all those oppressed of the devil, and you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And you come to live in the body of Christ. You come to live in us. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. 
We ask you to wake up the body of Christ. Wake us up by your spirit, Father God. Help us to hear. And we know some of us have been challenged recently, Father God. I just happen to, it, it does seem to fit because of this situation with, you said, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sins and heal their land. And some people are, are humbling themselves by doing what? Trying to be obedient to your word and fasting. But sometimes when people are fasting, what happens to their family members? Well, they haven't read the book maybe very much or maybe for a long time or maybe just read the one or two scriptures that says, yeah, well, we can get sprinkled and we get to go to heaven and then we can keep living like the devil. No, no, it doesn't say that. It says in Psalm 69, starting at verse 9, if this happened to Jesus for sure, and this was supposed to be following him, right? He said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. For the zeal of thine house hath eaten me up, and the reproaches of them that reproach thee are fallen upon me. Because when people don't like us, <laughs> they don't seem to like Jesus. When I wept and chastened my soul with fasting, that was my reproach. Maybe some of you have experienced that. You said, or your family members saying, how could you possibly do that to yourself? You're just too skinny. How You can't do that. You need to eat up. You need to chow down. And, of course, some people don't know even the physical, scientific benefits. I've heard three medical doctors that say there's benefits to actually fasting. One of them says water-only fasting is even the best. It is. It helps the body uh, build its immunity. How does that work? God designed this, these things, not uh, the guys from the World Economic Forum. So, Father, you know what's going on. And you know how to rescue us. Your arm's not too short to save. Save the children. These people, these people who think they know everything when they're 18 and they want to ask for money for, for uh, chopping off their breasts because they don't like the, the sex you gave them. You created male and female. You didn't say, pick one. You said, you don't make mistakes, Father God. God cannot lie. It's impossible for God to lie. But, Lord, we know our battle's not against flesh and blood because there's a lot of mind-blinding spirits working through computer games, movies, all the teachings, especially in the public schools. And we ask and all those people that have demons chock full of them. Father God, oh, my goodness. I know how they, things have affected many of us in the past. It affected me when I used to work as an ER nurse. And I would come home, and my younger daughter drew pictures to me. And it looked like I was a... You know, a raving, whatever. I held it together when I was at work. When I came home, I was like, ah! <laughs> because I didn't know how to protect myself against all those spirits. So those many, many people it's exposed to, Father God, that some of them had a sprained ankle, some of them having cardiac arrest, and some of them trying to commit suicide. And, and so, Father God, it's a challenge to live in this world, Father God, but you know how to keep us how to keep our hearts and minds. You said, peace give I unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Well, it's not Prozac. We don't have a Prozac deficiency, no. We don't have a um, CBD deficiency, no. We just need the Holy Ghost oil. That's the oil we need. We need that anointing. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And this he spake of the Holy Ghost over in John chapter 7, <clears throat> starting in verse 37 and following. So, Father, pour forth of your spirit. Because we can't do it. Without the Holy Ghost, Jesus said, the things I've done, you do, and greater things than these. Well, how did he do everything he did? Did he do it as a, as a Superman with a cape and a big S on his chest? Maybe S for Son of God? No, he didn't. He did it as a humble servant 
of the Most High God. He poured out himself to show us the way. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And he said, not my will, thy will be done. And there's some false teachings that think Jesus, the Holy Ghost, and the Father are all one, same, one spirit. Well, they're all one in agreement, but, but they're, they're three members of the Godhead. It talks about the Godhead several places, including the beginning of Romans and uh, several places in the, uh, the little books in the back. Father, we thank you for the Godhead. It doesn't talk about the Trinity. It kind of alludes to it in First First John, or is that First John five? But it, it doesn't talk about that. It's, but Father God, you're teaching all of your children. If we ask you to teach the little ones, Father God, they won't run out to try and mm, do it, things that they'll regret later on, Father God. We thank you for Pat Holiday stepping in when that man she met came to him. She had such compassion. Jesus was moved with compassion. Who was Father God? God is love. He loves every human being. Those that are confused, he loves them still. Those that are mentally unbalanced, those that have generational demons, Father God, demons of envy, that's what I understand, may cause um, osteoporosis because envy is the rottenness of the bones. And if anybody caught that, I tried to step it in the chat room. Father God, you're teaching me, Lord. If A lot of people were envious of Jesus, weren't they? Some people are envious of people like Trump because they had a lot of people who actually like Trump. Is Trump perfect? Did Trump push the 5G business? Oh, they try to pretend he didn't. But he did. He pushed it, pushed it, pushed it. There's many different sides of the global uh, elite, Father God. They're fighting against one another. And we do speak confusion, division, division, confusion, division, confusion to the global elite, to those people. They all just want power. Because the multi-billionaires, they just not. Trump has done some wonderful things for this nation, Father God, but but he he also was advocating for the vaccine, so-called vaccine, which we found out subsequently is not for human beings' benefit. It may be for the benefit of the likes of some drug companies, make fabulous profits at the expense of what a few million people's lives. Some of them just damaged for life. Some of them leaving this world prematurely. Lord, we ask that those people that have made that mistake, Father God, you'll wake them up. You'll cause those people, the people that made the mistakes, Father God, including Trump, if he has, and I don't know his heart, Father God, you know, only you know each one of our hearts. You know my heart. Yeah, I did repent back in 1979. But then I found out, oh, I need to get to go through deliverance. And I went through deliverance, and then I was speeding and got a speeding ticket. Oh, I got to repent of that, too. Father God, you keep teaching us all. You keep teaching us all. I used to be there trying to accuse my brother. You teach, oh, no, no, what are the things you accuse your brother of? You're guilty of yourself. We were reading about that today, weren't we, in Romans chapter 2. Father God, we thank you for teaching all of your children. We can't be pointing our fingers at others because we got three more pointing back at us. So, Father God, all these people that are making terrible decisions, Father God, send the Holy Ghost to grant them the mind of Christ. Give them your wisdom. Jesus Christ has made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. He sanctifies us by his word, by his blood, by his spirit. He sanctifies us when we leave the old man behind and we don't want to keep resurrecting it. Boy, I've resurrected that old man too many times. Forgive me, Father. Help me not to do that anymore. Not to walk carrying grudges, not to walk doing any of that nonsense anymore, Father God, because we hand it all over to you. 
even I, I think Pastor Sabrina touched on it, it was right after the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6. If we don't forgive everyone from our hearts, God cannot forgive us. We have to forgive. So we forgive these people. They don't know what they're doing, Father. Jesus said that. He knows what he's saying. He only speaks the words you gave him to speak. So save the Holy Ghost to bring conviction to those that can receive that gift of repentance, acknowledging the truth, that they'll recover themselves from the snare of the devil. We thank you for a few politicians that have stood up, Father God, maybe just for political gain, but some of them actually have a conscience, Father God. And we ask you to give many, many, many more people a conscience, Father God, including the parents, Father God, and the little ones, Father God, that they'll make the right choices, Father God, in every one of these situations, Father God, when people are in harm's way with the smart meters and all these things, uh, EMF Solutions does have something that helps with it's not cheap. Uh, bond charge from Australia has something that's much cheaper. I don't know if it works as well. But, Father God, we ask you to teach us all. There's another group from uh, forget where it was Morocco, a bunch of Christians that, that they're both very sensitive to EMF, and they have their own thing. And it's the opposite of, of um, WTF, the opposite letters. It's a project. It's the Save the World Project or whatever. They have wonderful things, apparently, that have helped people, even help their plants grow better. So, Father God, we know our battle's not against flesh and blood. We thank for the people of the Children's Health Defense Fund, the people from McCullough Law Firm, and these, these people like Foster that are looking into these things, Father God. We ask you to protect the people that don't realize what they're doing. Some of my family members think it's perfectly fine to shove their cell phone in their back pocket. They think it's perfectly fine. I've heard a, a pastor decades ago now when they had just had 2G and 3G talking about don't put your little cell phone in your front pocket, man. You, you know what's right next to that. You know, the jewels, some people call them that. Um, the secret of the, the secret thing, that's the secret, that's back in Deuteronomy. It's, it's, the seed refers to the secret, never mind. That's, that's a whole other teaching, Father God. But it fits in with Psalm 91, because we need his incorruptible seed planted, not just in our cut about the garden, but in our hearts, Father God. We need to be good gardens so Father God can come along and prune us so we can be a lovely vineyard, Father God, because we don't want to be wild vines with wrath and, and anger and bitterness. We need to be walking in love that the faith he's given us will work. So, Father God, save the children, all the children, those that are being exposed to the EMF nonsense, those that are being exposed to the perverse teachings from the cartoons, those that are being exposed to perverse teachings at the schools, to say, sure, you can lop it off. Sure, you can whack off the... Excuse me, I don't want to be too graphic. Father God, we ask you to deliver all those on harm's way. Because you said, call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, for helping those, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that many people, even in California, Father God, that actually know what's going on, Father God, which is why droves of people have been leaving that state, Father God. But that's not too great for what the people are left behind, Father God. It's a lovely state. It used to, used to be, Father God, until they tried to control the weather and everything else going on there. Father God, deliver the people from harm's way, Father God, from all this, the plans, the plans to steal, kill, and destroy, Father God, come against not just the United States. No, no, no. This is global. And how did that, how did that, uh, that, that so-called coronavirus thing work so well? Oh, it was only in Wuhan. It didn't happen in Singapore. It only happened in, in Wuhan, right? Because they just rolled out the 5G towers. Maybe some connection there between 5G and what was in the job. Some people are making that connection, Father God. Some people, lots of people making that connection now, Father God. Ask you to teach your children because we don't all know what's going on for sure, but you know everything. That's why you gave Pat Holiday amazing little insights by the Spirit to cast out the nanobots before anybody was talking about the, those little dots and all that, Father God, when all, all those things that Brother Bill had in those arms left him 
when she cast out the nanobots because the Holy Ghost spoke to her. So, Lord, help us to do what you told us to do, to pray in the Spirit and listen to you. Even as Pastor Sabrina said tonight, to listen to you. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. And the voice of a stranger, they will not heed. Help us not to listen to strange voices anymore, Father God. There was a woman who used to uh, be reportedly a Pentecostal who took her car because she thought she was listening to the Holy Ghost. She was listening to a different ghost and drove her car with her children in the car states into a lake and killed her own children. We need to be very careful what voices we're listening to, Father God. Grant us all your discernment, Father God. Everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord, your discernment, every area that we need, Father God, including those... <laughs>